Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. The Nightside Project. Finish the day happy, happy with Ethan Millard and Alex Curie on KSL News Radio. I've got Alex Keery here with us. Alex, welcome back. Hey, thanks, bro. I want to be the very first person at KSL to welcome you back from paternity <laughs> leave. Yeah. You know Did what's I funny is... Uh, Was I in time? Uh, yeah, I know you were the first, for sure. <laughs> well, uh, and uh, this is the paternity leave thing's a new thing for our company. Yeah. You, and like, uh, we Now, that's not to say that, that KSL was like, and you shall return... Straight to work after the baby's right. born. Right, they've always been super flexible. Super flexible. Yes, yeah. but typically it was just like, "Hey, man, we have a mountain of sick time. Just take all that." Yeah, it was, you know? ne- it was never codified. Right, but, they but now never, they did ever give you any grief, and that was one of the things I, that I that that's one of the things I've always liked about KSLs. They do, they do give you that time. And right. I, I so, and they're that. they're they're always good about being like, "Hey, how long you want to take off? Like, just do it." Yeah. Um, I'm fidgety, you know, so I kind of get right back to it. Um, and my wife is also kind of like, hey, we're good. Like, so <laughs> why, go ahead. Why don't you go back to work? Go ahead and head back to work. Well, I, I know I know that you you didn't even take a full week off because I heard you over the weekend right. on Cougar Sports Saturday. No, well, and I did a remote the day before that. So the baby was born on Monday, and I actually kind of technically went back to work on Friday. So, mm. Well, um, she'll never forgive you probably. <laughs> well, listen, it's one thing to – this distance between you and her. Well, no, she will. <laughs> no, she will. It was the kind of thing where it was like, you have a remote on Friday? You're getting paid extra? You better go. We got – how else are we going to pay for these six kids? No, I mean, no, no, Alex. I meant you and the baby. I, oh, I meant you and the new baby. The baby will resent me later. Oh, yeah. She won't she'll know hear why. The, she'll hear the archive. She'll go back yeah. and go, how long did my dad take off? I'm going to go she, back in the KSL archive and see. Mm-hmm, Hold on this. a minute. You she'll went back to work before I even basically was back home. Yeah. Everybody's healthy, though. And uh, every despite the fact that like it feels like we've done this, uh, obviously, a lot. We have mm-hmm. six kids now. Every every situation is different. I mean, this baby's coming sure. home to a house that we only moved into six months ago. So every kid has been different. Every yeah. every kid's situation, siblings, blah, blah, blah. I've been really impressed with the, the kids who've been – they've all just, like, been equally excited about it. You know, yeah. they always want to see her. Where is she? Oh, she's so cute. Even, like, the – you know, the, the unemotional older boys, they're like, oh, my goodness, she's so cute. And they want to hold her all the time. Yeah. So it's been really fun for uh I was for, chatting for with someone. Uh, I was chatting with someone at work who was asking about you. And I realized that I first met you, when I first met you, you weren't even married. No. And that's just interesting. Is somebody goes, wow, uh, I met you and you didn't have any kids. I go, when we first met, uh, I didn't even, I wasn't even married yet. <laughs> like. <laughs> And and so it is weird to think that you know now you're if, all grown up. Now you're it's all weird, up. but the other thing is is that um, yeah, I mean I'm coming up on my uh, uh, yeah I'm a month away from my 15th anniversary here at the station. So yeah, it's uh, it's wild to think that 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 much time's passed. But you know whatever. That's wonderful. Well, and yeah, it, it's it, it's been a really fun week. So, but I didn't take. We do have paternity leave, and I actually was told. Well, you ha- you can take it in the first three months, whenever. 
And so I said, ooh, okay. Nice. And so they said, why don't you just take sick time because you never take sick time and you have one million hours of sick time. Mm-hmm. And so take that for this next week and then uh, in the next three months take uh, your paternity leave. I love how – I love that HR is helping you find the loopholes in their own system. I know. Well, part of it's because they're like – I don't know. I, I I don't know what it is because here's the deal. <laughs> I'm one of the people that comes into the office every day still too. Yeah. And so it's actually it's actually really hard. And, and you know how it is. It was the same way with Nightside. It's actually really hard for us to take a lot of time off. Yeah. Because there aren't a lot of people. I'm not trying to do this to like toot my own horn or something. You just don't have a lot of people that are, that can come in and do your job, which on the one hand is good, but on the other hand, it's like it's just it's because there aren't a lot of people who could come and just pinch hit and do. A uh, a sports show for two hours a night with Scott. Right. You know yeah, what I mean. That's right. And so I have to ask the TV guys to fill in, which they've been really good about, or Mitch on Saturdays, or Matt on Saturdays. So we have a lot of uh, talented people to do it. Uh, but like in Matt's case, for example, like Mitch and Matt, they have things that they're doing during the week. Mitch uh, covers BYU full time during the week. Uh, Matt has a totally like you know same thing with the TV guys. Everybody yeah, you, has other things going imposing. on. You're kind of imposing. Absolutely. Yeah. And on the one hand, it's like, well, I'm only doing this for one or two days, and that's about as much as you can squeeze out of people for you them know, to fill uh, in. So, uh, so I want to I wanted to mention something that I heard on Cougar Sports Saturday because I heard you old yeah. on Cougar Sports Saturday. Mm-hmm. They introduced you as an emeritus member of Cougar Sports. Well, Saturday. first they said a former member of yeah. uh, Cougar Sports Saturday, and I was like, what does that mean? I I would it, don't accept that kind of title. That's a garbage title. Emeritus I told member? them. I said emeritus. I even said it at the end. I go emeritus member means uh, also. Don't call us, we'll call you. Like, well, don't come back. Alex, you founded that show. <laughs> it's true. You founded that show. It's true. So them them, them calling me an emeritus member of it, I played along. But after I got off, the, I, I wrote a strongly worded email to Mitch Harper after that. I said, don't you ever talk to me like that. How dare you? <laughs> it's like it's like calling Thomas Jefferson the an emeritus member of the Constitution fan club. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, no. That's pretty funny. He yeah. played a little bit of a role there, and I yeah. thought, hold on a second, He's, Alex is not an emeritus member. Hey. He, you know they what? They, they can say whatever they doing... want. They can say whatever they want about me. You know why? Because they're the ones that are working on Saturdays now, not me. <laughs> that's the way I feel about it. I'm like, oh yeah, emeritus member. As I say that from my front porch, as I'm like, uh, don't have, uh, I just have basketball shorts on. You know, you're just not like, working Saturday. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I just, you know, they owe that whole thing to you. That's you true. Know, they should you, call it Alex Curie Saturdays. Just they like, should call it. They they should yeah. They should call it the Alex Curie <laughs> sports, sports hours. Uh, well, that's very nice of you. Well, uh, I'm I've uh, I've been interested to know. Uh, to be completely honest, I've been both sad and glad that I'm not in the newsroom every day. Oh oh, you mean because of the live because of the I, I see I had the All same the thing happen. I've had the same heat. Th- uh, I couldn't have asked for a better time for this baby to be born. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, this baby was born the day before the election, okay? Mm-hmm. Which meant that just by force, I did not have to think about it. Yeah. Like, we had voted, you know, a couple weeks ago, and the, the results were going to be whatever they were going to be. And then and I actually had a nurse come in. This is hilarious to me because a nurse actually came in. And she's like, do you mind if I turn on the TV for a second just to, like, see kind of what they're talking about with the election? I go, Actually, don't. I said, actually, you know what? Because we, we're just you not. You know what? Find us another nurse. Well, no. My wife and I, like, you know how weird it is to turn on the TV, like, in the in the labor and delivery room? Even though, you know, those first few hours, because she has to be induced all the time. So yeah, uh, those first few hours are going by slow. You're just chatting anyway. 
Right. And Monday Night Football came on. I said, you mind if we uh, watch a little Monday Night Football? And she doesn't care. She's like, right. no. Cause the, the, and, but and the lady was like, can we like take that? And I was like, no. I was like, first of all, how dare you? I'm the one paying for this room. I'm going to turn right. on whatever stupid a non-political uh, stuff that I want to. And they're like, and she started to actually try to engage with me in a political conversation. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not into like, And it went back to like when whether or not people are asking you or whether you know it's appropriate for people to ask you who you voted for, you know? Yeah. And I just thought, boy, this lady is type A personality, walks in and goes, ugh. If Joe Biden wins this election, I'm just can we turn on Fox News? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I am watching the Giants and the and the Buccaneers, and I'm I'm over it, dude. Yeah, I'm find not some other suckers' room to ruin just, their night. Yes, I'm like, oof, no way. But I I'm the same way. And you know what? Like I got to miss all of last week, and this week has been pretty low key. And I've appreciated that KSL is just like, I mean, it's how sad is it in 2020? I'll just tell you, too. So I, I have access to all the, the text messages, you know? Yeah. Because I send out a lot of the alerts on, like, BYU scoring and stuff. And I did something that I probably should not have done. And that is I went in and I texted the whole database that Trump actually did win. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I went in and I looked at the because, – because KSL sent out a, a text. Not me, but KSL, somebody in the newsroom, sent out a text to the entire KSL database that it had officially been called at some point. Right. But but the, the KSL one, I will tell you, the decision-making on that happens when you have a certain amount of these other outlets that have called the race. I think the chief among those are usually, is usually the AP. Right. And so the AP called the race. A bunch of other uh, outlets had called the race. And I went back and I looked at the timestamp of when that text was sent, and I went and read the responses that came back to the station. Oh, my gosh. It was Why just such because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> I wanted to see how ridiculous be, and the amount of like f bombs, like KSL. I can't believe you would fall for this. Oh, of course you fell for this. I hate you so much, KSL, that you'd fall for this. And I'm like, yeah, the, the the text even the text even said, um, hey, <laughs> hey everybody, it's me, KSL. No, it was like the text was like. <laughs> The most benign thing. It was like with the AP and multiple news outlets, uh, including ABC News, who we are the affiliate of on ABC Radio, calling the election for Joe Biden to be elected the 46th president of the United States. It was not like, yeah, you know, fire up. the. It's not like they did a victory (laughs) Of course not. And then here's how wild this is. And it's not that crazy now thinking about how wild 2020 is. KSL has to run ads. That say, hey, whatever happens, can we be nice to each other? Like, yeah. it says the, the ads are, we're dedicated to this process. And when everything gets figured out, we will honor the result of it. We have to tell people that we are partic- active participants in democracy that are not going to try to overthrow the government with our broadcasting signal. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, well, just a, is, it's a wild I mean, thing that we have to say out there. You know what I mean? Like, Alex, and all the Biden people and all the Trump people that texted into the station over the last year can all stuff it because I'm so sick of it. Even when we were doing Nightside during the summer, we had to hear, you know, we stayed so far away from politics. But anytime we mentioned anything, I oh, had a guy dude. texting me. Remember this? A guy that I actually knew who was a total dirtbag to me about it yeah. and, and, kinda, and, and texted me personally to my cell phone. Yeah. And said some bullcrap, and I was like, I was like, dude, 
I don't do this often, but why don't you come up and sit? Here's my address. Come over to my house, and we'll really talk about this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I just, you know, oh, you know, mm-hmm. because I get sick of it at some point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't I can't do it. So I, I echo the same sentiment of being really glad I haven't. I, I would imagine it's worse for you because you, I don't know. It's like sports for me. I can't actually avoid it. It just happens. Yeah. I just consume it. You consume politics the same way. Uh, yeah, but I'm really glad, though, that, that I've got some other outlets. Like, I've been really focused on, you know, on social media, too. I, I do the Utah List, which is Utah's publicly traded companies. And that's what I've just been focusing on obsessively. And what that's done is it's kept me in my, it's kept me in my current lane, which is finance, right? And it's given me something to research and talk about and engage the public with. And it's not politics. And so I've absolutely loved it because... You can't you can't do anything about it. Snowflakes get triggered, right? Snowflakes get triggered and they melt. And there's nothing you can do and it's not your fault, it's their fault that they can't handle it. And um and besides you know that if if it was if it was uh um if it was, you know, the president up 70,000 votes in Arizona, they'd be screaming uh bloody murder that no one's <laughs> called the race. Uh, Just call it. It's obviously him. It's so I have so I have listen. It, pe- people people change the rules yeah for their true. own side well and that's how they do it and it's it, it's it's hard and it's hard too when they're such bullies about it and it's hard when it when they are so mean and so stupid about obviously right. changing the rules to benefit their side and uh because on the one hand they're jerks and on the other hand if you bring it up they're even bigger jerks <laughs> and okay. i've got to read you, something you can't to you. win hold on i gotta read something to you All right. so my wife uh one of her Listen, I, I mean, and I always have to tell people, like, I am a conservative person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm all on board for Republican uh, talking points most of the time. Um, my, my, wife's, uh, my wife's got a family member on Instagram, right? That's what, how every bad story starts, by the way, these days. Yeah. My wife has a friend on – my wife has a family member on Instagram, but – She's got this Instagram she does, and every week she publishes this thing, and the whole premise is, can we be a little bit nicer to each other type mm-hmm. of a thing, right? Yeah. The whole thing is, can we be nicer to each other? And that's kind of how she does it, and, and that's how it starts, all right? And so, fine. I'll read you. I'll, I'm just going to read to you, though, the very first one from this week, how, how <laughs> the, her, like, weekly, like, let's be – you know, she has this kind of generally like, hey, practicing your your right to vote is an, is an important thing in democracy, blah, blah, blah. Or reaching out, loving your neighbor, blah, blah. It's very, very Christian. It's very Republican, you know, too, on some of the – it does have a, a side to it, right? Sure. But it started, it started – I have to pull it up here. I'm kind of like uh, spinning wheels a little bit. But she put it on there, and her post actually said – like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually read the post. It says uh, – during this crazy election and Chinese Rona virus year, <laughs> I just wanted... <laughs> all right. Her whole thing was, is I'm I'm right down the middle, uh, not right down the middle. She's definitely not right down the middle, but but mm-hmm. she started off by saying, during this crazy election and Chinese Rona virus year, how can we be more pleasant, happy, and grateful to those around us during these holidays? And I thought, well, except for the Chinese. <laughs> I just love Chinese coronavirus. Sounds like something that that a guy with uh, 
you know, no shirt on would be yelling at somebody as they pass by it'd to be, go to try to vote. You know, be yelling at a TV anchor out, of, <laughs> out on remote somewhere yes, in the background. Chinese virus. Rona virus. <laughs> I thought. I thought. Are you on? Are you on TV? But here's the thing: is I, I thought. I thought somebody may have. I was like looking at the comments. Like, did you mean to say? Uh, did you mean to say Chinese Rona? Like maybe it was misspelled, but it says another thing has been edited twice. Like so she definitely kept it on there. <laughs> you know, the Chinese I was, Rona virus. I it thought it was, was hilarious. A, uh, it was a um, man, a, uh, a day or two after the election, I guess. And, and I, I was uh, getting up, you know, I got to get up early to get my, uh, I drive my kids to school you know, I'm in a carpool and everything. And you are, Jeez. yeah, which that I got to wear masks in the carpool. Oh my <laughs> I know. I mean, it's fine. But... No, I know those are the rules. I'm just saying, like, I would not participate. It's because yeah. guess what? The worst age group is 15 to 24. That's like your entire. That household. is my. That is my carpool. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want any of these gross. Yeah, uh, they're, they're they're touching things on their on in the car. They're picking their nose, and then touching <laughs> buttons, and you don't want any part of it. Right. And so uh, anyway, so I got and I was it was just about time to get up. I had like five minutes left, and I rolled over and picked up my phone, and then just reflexively popped open you know different things right. in the news, and and I'm reading, um, and I'm I'm like only half awake, and I'm I've got one eye closed, <laughs> right. And because I can just see a little bit better just with one eye closed. I'm reading there's this guy on, on Instagram, and I've never seen him post anything political at all. Uh, and uh, and all of a sudden, he's he's posting just these series of really super aggressive yeah. and cynical political posts. Did you Wait, wait, wait. Was it Alton Brown? The, what's that? Did you see Alton Brown's freaking tweets? No, I, I didn't. Did you hear about him? Uh, yeah, but I have I haven't really looked into it very much. I've got to bake one of his pies, by the way. <laughs> well, I know because that's what the thing is. Is Alton Brown had to apologize because he made some weird reference to uh, now all of us having to wear uh, essentially the same type of outfits that they wore at Auschwitz. Now that the election has gone the way that it has, I think that was kind of the reference. Uh, so this guy, this guy was going off the rails, yeah. And uh, and I'm like, oh wow, I, I never would have guessed that. Number one, this guy felt was this way, such a trumper, right? And because uh, he didn't really come across that way, and then that he was just willing to be so publicly political. I thought, oh well, I didn't know that about that. And now Alton Brown, here's, so here's Al, here's the Alton Brown thing. Mm-hmm. If we can stay in this little uh, in this okay. little thing, right. Alton Brown posted a tweet which he has since deleted, saying. Do you think that the camp uniforms that we will be forced to wear will be striped like the ones at Auschwitz or will they be plaid and in vogue? And people were like, what is this guy saying? Like, so was he was he was it like sarcastic? Uh, no, because then it was like some person was like, uh, what are you what's going on here? And he said uh, and he said, look, I apologize for the flippant reference that I made to the Holocaust in my tweet last night. It was not a reference I made for humorous effect, but rather to reflect how deeply frightened I am for for our country. It was very poor use of judgment and in poor taste. Mm. So, but then he continued to just like people were saying, "Hey, man!" So a screen grab of the original tweet shows Brown's interaction with another user who who told Brown, "Hey, man, take it easy." Brown responded by saying, "F you." Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not really the Alton Brown that we've. Uh, I don't know. You know, Alton Brown's uh, very outspoken about anything, you know, whether yeah, it's a pie yeah. crust or whatever. But I just didn't. There are very there are. Uh, I don't know. What's interesting is it's like 
there were not very many people that you didn't know where they stood that then said, okay, here I am, and I hate, you know, I hate Trump or I hate Biden, you know, the day after. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I From a money standpoint, is this uh, – we saw like right after that the, the announcement from Pfizer, and that obviously boosted the markets and everything. What's more important, like uh, things that are going to end up helping the virus get quelled? Like because I thought that the that you know I think that people fear that usually a non conservative president will you, you know kind of quote unquote kill the economy and at least just the the thought of that sort of makes makes futures kind of uh, head well downward. and 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 it's so what the what I think businesses are concerned about are tax increases right they're always concerned about tax increases uh, and but if you look at market performance. Historically, though, the market's done better under Democrats than Republicans. And so it's not it's not something where you can really say, hey, this uh, this kind of a president is going to tank the economy. I think that what uh, what's supported the markets through the election is the idea that there's going to be a divided Congress. And so no one's going to be able to make major changes because uh, businesses and the markets, they like stability. Right. They like to know what the rules are and they can play under any any, any different rules. And they have. Right. I mean, uh, the U.S. economy has seen every tax rate under the sun. And we've done well in all of them because we just need to know what the rules are and we're going to be just fine. And so I, I hope that I hope that we'll always choose what I think really will support the American economy the best and the stock market's the best. And that is calm, deli- a calm, deliberate system. Uh, that's what we really need. And that's where businesses will do well. So uh, in terms of whether or not we're going to see tax increases, I think the businesses were heartened by the divided government. looks like the Republicans are going to stay in control in the Senate uh, as Biden takes over in the White House. And so uh, the likelihood of seeing dramatic tax increases or dramatic changes to uh, to the rules are low. And so people are like, okay, it's going to be fine. And it will be fine. But um, ladies and gentlemen, that was the reason that I was afraid that I asked that question. <laughs> I thought it was, but did you, you understand what I'm saying, right? I, I mean, well, was, yeah, that no, hit you I what I level, right? I, yeah, but I'm also like thinking about it and I go, oh, what is this? What's this podcast stand for? <laughs> what none of Basically, it's become <laughs> just this, us right? like, getting together once or twice a week to reminisce and catch right. up. And so, uh, hey, oh. I have a Zen headline. Oh, you do? Okay, I so do. let's uh, let's do this. Um, do you want to just kick off the music? Well, uh, I'll kick the music off right here, and uh, and then we'll just start we'll just start doing it. So we're not beholden to any of our sponsors or anything. So go ahead, Miller. Do you have some, you have a positive thing to uh, go at? So let's go ahead and do it. I've got a great Zen headline. Uh, this is from Ryan, right? Who's uh, our longtime uh, longtime one of the great oh, yeah. one of the great listeners and great contributors of. Uh, Zen headlines. He's just always there for us, always clutch. And so Ryan served up this great one. You may have seen it. It was a social media post from Burger King. And it's got the Burger King logo up there at the top. And then it says, order from McDonald's. Did you uh-huh. see this? Uh, this the, I this, think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. This is from the Burger King team in the United Kingdom. They Burger said, we King never thought team. we'd be asking you to do this. Just like we never thought we'd be encouraging you to order from KFC, Subway, Domino's Pizza, Pizza Hut, Five Guys, Greg's, Taco Bell, Papa John's, Leon, or any of the other independent food outlets, too numerous to mention. Um, anyway, they just go on to say, hey, these times are hard. Support your local restaurants. And so I thought that was really cool for Burger King to kind of give a shout out to its major rival, McDonald's. Um, they said, if you want to help, 
Keep treating yourself to tasty meals through home delivery, takeaway, or drive-through. Getting a Whopper is always best, but ordering a Big Mac <laughs> is also not such a bad thing. Wow. Isn't that neat? That's an interesting deal because I bet McDonald's like squinting at the screen going, and they look out the window like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Because if Wendy sends that, then you end up, you for sure know you're getting had. You know what I mean? Like, So Wendy's is not listed. Oh. And See, I think are they, all they have not a, in UK? They have a quote-unquote beef against uh, mm. against those guys. Hey, I wanted, to, I wanted to play some Zen headline music that I heard earlier today. Oh, let's hear Oh, I heard about <laughs> FM 100. I did, too. They flipped. Uh, our sister station flipped into Christmas music. And I heard this gem today. And I actually, I did what any normal American would do. Sing along. I rolled my windows up and sang along. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very next day. You gave it away. Okay. You know, I, I thank you. This is the first Christmas carol I've heard this year, and it is also the best Christmas carol. It is the worst. It's the best. All it is is, all it is is, uh, it's, it's George Michael being reminded that his uh, his last breakup was a really particularly difficult one. That was and it. He says Christmas. The word Christmas is in there. That's right. Okay, now this one is now that one's not. Let's let's get kind of some early uh, I'm thinking about this one and I know that there are others that we hate. And this is not it. Uh, I'm trying to think of worse ones. Uh, what are some what are some really bad ones? Christmas shoes we make fun of a lot, but like the insulting premise of some of these other songs, I'm trying to think because the one that really like got to me was, um, there are these these are is the, it Band Aid when they go, uh, when they when they're like, do they know it's Christmas? Yes, do they know it's Christmas? And they go, so this so is Christmas. tonight, thank God it's them yeah. instead of you. <laughs> So this is Christmas, uh, and what have you done? Right. Yes, and then you the selfish American. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Almost as bad as simply having a wonderful Christmas time. So I don't like. I like that one. I don't. I like that one. It is uh, terrible. Is that McCartney or is it yeah, George yeah, Harrison yeah, or yeah, what's going on there? Paul McCartney, man. Uh, I'll I'll tell you the. Last Christmas, though, just a favorite of mine. I like Oh Holy Night from the traditional side. Right. That, I think, in my mind, is the greatest Christmas carol ever. Great song, yeah. And then a very, like, right on its heels, representing a whole different genre, is Last Christmas. Uh, okay. What about so. uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? I thought that was fun when I was 10. <laughs> I like that one. Later when I was a on, kid. we started to think, what on earth are we singing about here? Yeah. No, it's the murder of an elderly. But it's woman. like it. But it's like obviously, we've conjured up. We're using uh, Santa's sleigh as an excuse to tell the kids that their grandma got run over by a DUI uncle. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah, at the end of the driveway, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I'm laughing about this. I, we're gonna get a story like that on Cancel.com probably in the next few days. Jeez. We almost certainly will. Go back to bed. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Go back to bed. All right. Uh, Freeth and Millet, I'm Alex Curie. Thanks for uh, downloading the podcast. We're going to be doing this. Uh, look, now that we're back, uh, now that I'm back from paternity leave, <laughs> and I can take it again at any moment, we're going to keep uh, turning these out here. So we'll see you next okay. time, everybody. Oh, hit us with hit us on Twitter with uh, the worst Christmas songs, and we'll play them uh, in the next, sure, in the why next not? one. Why, why not? Uh, I'm going to have to tell Paul Nelson when I see him down in the newsroom about uh, 
I'm going to have him sing Christmas shoes for me. All right. We'll see you later, Millard. Take care. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.